It's been over 20 years now since I brought my first two babies home from the hospital. A concept that still, it really overwhelms me when I realize all the hoops you have to jump through just to get a driver's license. But heck, after you have a baby or twins in my case, they just hand them over to you and let you take them home. What? Anyway, if you've got kids, you know what it feels like to take these precious little humans home and have huge dreams for them. You want them to go for their biggest, boldest goals and create a life even more amazing than yours. But then you realize, oh my gosh, what kind of example am I to them? I'm stuck in a job I hate and I'm too scared to go for my dream of owning my own photography business, making money and putting my family first. If you are the one who wants to show your kiddo that if you can go for your dreams, they can go for their dreams, I've got some tips for you today. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. And I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. One of the best things my dad always did for me was to tell me that I could do anything. He started telling me that at a really young age, but also I was able to watch him start a business part-time while he was teaching full-time and I watched it grow over my whole career. I watched him lose sleep over hiring and firing employees. I watched him worry about different things that were happening in his business that were outside of his control. And I loved it because it showed me that I could do anything I wanted because I was able to watch that in him. And because of this, I've come to realize that, hey, if I really can do anything, and this is true, I don't wanna be stuck in a job that I hate. Luckily, I've loved most of the jobs I've had, but something I know about myself is that I have a very low threshold for being unhappy. And uh, I don't know, maybe that's why I'm always looking at, okay, what do I need to change in my life so that I can up that happiness level? But I ran into someone who told me she had been in a job for over three decades that she hated and she wanted her only grown child not to have to do the same thing to provide for her family. But she had no idea how to help her. And I think that, sure, sometimes our kids listen to the things we say as they're growing up, but they're always watching us. They see you take risks or they see you staying home when the dream train drives right by your house. They see you playing small or they see you playing big. They see you when you're paralyzed by the fear of failure. I really think that while there are many reasons we should go for our dreams just for ourselves and our happiness level, but I think it's even more important to show our kids, not tell them, but show them that they can go for theirs. Here are three things that as an entrepreneur and parent, 
I hope you will consider making part of your core values. Number one, normalize failure. I think it's important to let your kids see you fail and even have conversations about it. There's no shame in failing, seriously. For any of you who have been in my community here at The Joy of Marketing over the years, we had a huge online event on October 10th, 2010, and it was called 101010. We had 10 speakers who were industry leaders in the photography industry, and they spoke on the topic of selling, and they gave 10 tips. We had major revenue goals for this event because at this point, we'd been working on it for months, and I had a staff of a few people on payroll at this point that I needed to pay. And when we launched it, remember in 2010, the internet was much newer. We had so many people trying to go to that website that the hosting company server crashed and everybody was locked out. On every chat board online, people were scathingly talking about us. It was horrible. And <laughs> to make matters worse in my style, I decided to have a giant online event the same day that I was having my twins 10th birthday party. So I had a house full of small children <laughs> and the emotions were needless to say very high. And I don't cry easily, but I'm telling you, I shed some tears that week because it was the longest week of my life. I had thoughts of, oh my gosh, these employees that I have, that I've, you know, they've put their faith in me. I'm going to have to let them go. And then what am I going to do? And I, uh, I talk to my kids about this even now, because one of my core values and one of the core values at my company is we want to play big, right? We win big. Sometimes we lose big sometimes. And <laughs> this was losing big. <laughs> it was definitely losing big. It's funny because People want to win big, but they don't want to lose big. And for me, I realize that if you're going to have big wins, you're going to have big losses too. We need to normalize it. It's completely okay. A fun game you can play with your kiddos when you're sitting down ar around the dinner table after you have dinner is called Happy Crappy, and maybe you've heard of it. You go around the table and you talk about the happy things that happened, and then you talk about the crappy things that happened. So it allows you to celebrate not just the wins, but the failures. What'd you learn from it? Hey, that's awesome. That way they'll stop being shamed at home or shamed inside their head by their own bully for embarrassing themselves or publicly failing right? Because once that happens, they stop taking big chances. And I don't know about you, but I want my kids to know that, hey, let's fail, let's learn from it. And let's see, you know, what we can learn and how we can do better the next time, because we can't take that failure away from our kids. Number two, teach your kids to be action takers. Being an action taker means saying yes to things, even if you're scared. I love to say yes, and maybe sometimes I say yes too fast, but I've even joined some super expensive business mentoring programs over the years, some before I even knew what the content was and who the mentor was, but I knew I was so hungry to go faster in my business and in life, and I remember getting into one and realizing the mentor taught a business model that was completely opposite of what we wanted to do, but still, I figured out a way to get what I needed from the program, and I really don't think I would be here today if I had sat around waiting, waiting, waiting for the right mentor. 
I said yes to writing a book. I said yes to moving my studio out of the first one that had bars on the windows into the next one, into the next one, and then building. Even when I was scared every single time, I said yes to this podcast when it just kept coming out not good enough. But you know what? Sometimes it has to be good enough, right? And if we don't go for it, we're never going to know what if. I I love the saying, with great risk comes great reward, right? We have to put ourselves out there. So with your kids, don't be that parent who's trying to protect them from something not going perfectly right and saying, oh, but baby, you've never done that before. Or what if this, what if that? Remind yourself that, you know what? Somebody's kid is gonna try that. And somebody's kid is gonna like that and be tenacious enough to learn how to be good at it. And maybe they'll make a life and a career out of it. That might be your kid, right? So I think you tell them, hey, I don't care how it ends up. If you succeed or if you fail, I think it's amazing that you're taking action. I think it's great to show them that you're an action taker And I think it's great to encourage them to be an action taker. And when I'm coaching photographers, I tell you what, the ones who are scared, too scared to do anything, they're the ones who struggle. And the ones who take action, fall down, get up, take action, fall down, are the ones who rock in their business. So I I do think as parents, we can start teaching our kids at a young age, don't be afraid, go do it. Because we've already normalized failure in number one, remember? And then number three, let them struggle. I think our job as parents is to be like bowling alley bumpers, right? The little bumper that's up along the side of the lane. We're there to help them keep that ball in their own lane. That doesn't mean we can't allow them to roll some gutter balls or completely miss the pins, but our job is to keep them from completely going off course, throwing their ball down someone else's lane because that's when, you know, things break and people get hurt and everybody gets screamed at by the owner of the bowling alley. Look, let them sit on the bench without calling the coach to complain. In fact, even better, encourage them to go fight for their own playing time. Let them navigate a teacher that they have a hard time with without stepping in, unless of course there's something inappropriate or some danger. But just because getting a B will ruin your child's perfect GPA, that might actually serve them better than the pressure it takes to always be a 4.0. Let them navigate not getting the best teacher. I know when my kids were little, people would call and request the favorite teacher. Come on, guys, let them grow as humans. Let them navigate different personality types. Protecting them from whatever struggle you see coming is not helping them. And I know they call us the helicopter generation because we hover over our kids trying to keep their problems away from them. But look, I mentor high school students and I see problems and struggles with the kids whose dad has a private jet all the way down to the kid who doesn't know where they're going to sleep that night. So I want you to know the amount of money you have or don't have is not going to help your child. Letting them deal with their own struggles is going to help them. I've had so many conversations with my kids about how in business, hey guys, we're having a really not great year this year. We don't have a ton of extra money, so we all need to do our part to cut back. What can we do? How can we do this as a family, right? So everybody's aware of how the bills are paid and when we get to go on vacations, how that's paid for. And then when we need to cut back, we need to cut back at Christmas time. We need to make some of our gifts or all of our gifts and do fun things instead of buying things. 
that doesn't hurt our kids. That teaches them that we don't just keep spending money on gifts and things when we don't have that money, right? It teaches them that, hey, we can get through our struggles and we're going to pull through and we're going to do it together. And when you have struggles in your life, you can do it too. I also, I think as a family, I want them to see that we can get through it together. We can talk about it openly. There's no shame in, in having financially a struggling year. And I want them when they're in relationships to be able to talk to their significant others or whomever's in their life about, look, this is a struggle. Let's figure out how to tackle it instead of hiding from it and denying it and making things worse. It's okay to have hard times. Keep sharing your struggles and keep celebrating their struggles and let them solve their own struggles. Look, when you take action and you're an action taker, you will struggle, right? We're all going to have struggles. It will be hard. It will be hard for you. It will be hard for your kids. You will fail. They will fail. It will hurt. But I hope you live by this motto and maybe write it down if you have your journal where you're taking notes from this Joycast. But I want you to fail. Fail fast and fail often. Wouldn't it be great to have a kid who comes out of high school with the ability to take a risk, fail, and still be okay? To know that you're sending him or her off into college or into life ready to fight fight through any struggle they're going to have, that they're willing and able to say yes to opportunities and not be afraid to go after something, even if it's not the safest choice. I get it. There's nothing harder than raising kids. Well, maybe raising kids and raising a business, (laughs) but neither of them happen in a vacuum or I hope they don't, right? I personally think one of the biggest reasons for you to double down on your dreams of being the entrepreneur you want to be and in control of your life is yes, the money and yes, being able to put family first, but more importantly, to show your kiddos what they can do. Remember, they don't always listen, but they do watch. Go and do. They are watching. Hi friend, I know this has been a hard year for so many people in our world and especially in the photography industry. There's so much chaos, so much unknown. And if you're like me, you're probably feeling like this has got to get better. I know that what all we need more than anything right now is connection. We need to be together with other boutique photographers. We need inspiration to keep going and we need to grow. And that's what my three-day live virtual event, Go Boutique Live, is all about, making your business better. It's the world's only three-day live event just for boutique portrait photographers. And this year, Go Boutique Live is 100% virtual. That means you can literally be anywhere in the world and attend Go Boutique Live. Now, this is not a webinar. It's not a live stream. It's not some pre-recorded broadcast like other events you've probably attended online. This is a live, interactive, immersive, three-day virtual event where I'm coming to you using brand new technology that's never been used in the photo industry. I'll be able to see you and interact with you live while you're seeing me and all the other boutique photographers attending Go Boutique Live. These are unprecedented times 
But the bright side of that is you have an unprecedented opportunity to get access of three full days of training on what's working now for boutique photographers without leaving home. With no flights, no hotel, and no risk of sickness, this is your chance to immerse yourself in everything boutique. Grab your ticket now before prices go up at www.goboutiquelive.com.